Minister's Log, COVID Outbreak, March 19th, 2020. We're starting the second of a five-part little mini-series we're doing. For those of us who are dealing with the COVID uh, outbreak, we're using it as an acronym. Uh, Looking yesterday at Compassion, if you haven't listened to that one yet, you want to go back and listen to that. But we're just reminding ourselves of things to remember. And so today we're on the letter O of COVID, opportunity. What we're going to do is we're going to encourage each other to search for the opportunities that might be present in the middle of what we're dealing with. The Jewish rabbis used to tell the story of a man who was traveling into a village. And when he arrived, there was nobody in that city who would take him into their house. And so he was feeling awfully dejected and distraught and he went off and slept outside the city boundaries. He had with him uh, a chicken and a little firewood and so he started a fire, but unfortunately the rain came and doused the fire. He wasn't too surprised, it seemed to be consistent with the kind of a day that he was having. And, And then again, it wasn't any surprise when as he fell asleep, he woke up to hearing Uh, just a violent sound and realized that a wolf had eaten his chicken. What more could go wrong? He finally drifted off to sleep again. And in the morning he awoke, he looked over at the city where he was going to stay and realized that it had been plundered and it was smoke billowing out of it. And it wasn't until that moment that he realized had he been found a place to stay in the city, he would have been killed. Had his fire been burning, they may have seen where he was and come and killed him also. Had his chicken been alive, it could have crowed and made a noise and brought people's attention. And so all of those things that he saw as bad things, he came to realize, turned out to be good things. Now, I don't want us to think that that somehow this COVID-19 is is somehow a, a good thing or we are to see it as a blessing from God. But I do think every single event that we encounter in our lives, if we look for opportunities, we will be able to see ways God can use this either for his glory or in a way to help us grow. So I want us to take intentional time today to make sure that we are focusing not just on the loss of what we can't do anymore, of what has been happening, but to focus on opportunity, what might be possible, what might God be doing. So I think if we're paying attention, we might be learning something new about God, something new about ourselves, and something new about our relationships with other people. And so we want to be prayerfully wondering and asking, is there anything God could be teaching me? in the middle of all of this? Are the ways that God wants me to pray or to minister in new ways? See, as I think about our relationship, first of all, with God, I think about a story that was told about a man who would often hike in the daytime along a pathway. And he became so accustomed and so familiar with that path. And and because of a change of circumstances, he ended up hiking that very same path at night. And he was struck by how different it was in the nighttime. The animals that he saw, the, the, the sounds that the forest made, all of those things were different at night than they were in the day. And so it has been said that in our relationship with God, we have to know and experience God both in the daytime of our faith in the time of goodness and blessing, 
and also in the dark times, the ways when God seems more absent or more uncertain, where we really struggle to wonder and to know what God's up to. So we need to learn to know God both in the good times and in the, the bad times. And there's one thing to be said for knowing about something, but there's something else to be said for experiencing that. I actually haven't even been to a grocery store since all of this uh, outbreak has happened, but Jerry has. And even though she had seen pictures of what the stores were look like, and even so, though she had heard stories, she herself was blown away by the experience of seeing empty toilet paper rolls and, and, and meat aisles emptied out and canned items emptied out. And so it is with God that we experience him differently in these times of question, in these times of uncertainty. See, what the psalmists did was they knew how to relate to God in the day, the bright, joyful times, and also in the night, the dark, questioning times. Psalm 103 is one of those bright psalms. The first five verses say, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, my soul, and do not forget all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good as long as you live so that your youth is renewed like an eagle's. But the psalmists also know how to relate to God in the darkness. Psalm 13, 1 through 2, How long, O Lord, Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I bear my pain in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day long? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? But in addition to learning something new about God, one of the opportunities we have is to learn something new about ourselves. If you've spent much time on a beach, you'll find that when the tide is is receding when the tide is low, the beach looks completely different. In fact, if you had lost something or dropped something, you would have a much greater chance of finding it when the tide was pulled back, when the tide was low, because all of the things will now be exposed in a different way. And I think God can use times like this to bring the tide back in our soul. It may expose anxieties, worries, concerns, fears, that when the tide was high, we didn't even realize they were there. But God can use this as a time to ask us where our trust is and to ask us where our faith is. In addition to being able to learn something about God and something about ourselves, we can also learn something about others. How much of your time has been filled with thoughts of others? Have you been overwhelmed by how this is impacting me and how is this affecting me? That seems to be a pretty normal response when you look at all the hoarding and the panicking and even the complaining about loss of, of freedoms. All of those showcase how easy it is for us to be consumed with ourselves and neglect a consideration of, of others. So maybe we should think about what other people are going through. Maybe as we think about others, one of the things that we even begin to think about is how much the church community means. They say absence makes the heart grow fond. 
And so maybe as we meet this Sunday and we realize that we cannot be there, we're starting to realize how valuable those relationships are, how important those people are. And so maybe we should make an effort to reach out to someone and say, I miss you. I, I, I don't think I realized how important our relationship was until now. But we can learn something about our relationship with others as we look for opportunities for what God's doing. Or maybe we can even learn to be sympathetic with, with Christians, perhaps even Christians from other nations who are in persecuted contexts. That what we are going through in these next few weeks is much what their lives are normally like. They, they, they hide in the shadows. They, they stay away from uh, large group gatherings and get together in small, small groups simply because that's all they can do. And so if nothing else, as we think about others, we can now begin to identify in a, in a truer or more real way what it would be like to be unable to meet together in a large corporate body in the ways that we are so accustomed to doing. See, I think one of the opportunities is we can learn to explore what Jesus calls us to do in Mark 12, 29 through 31, where Jesus said, the first, that being the commandments, the greatest of the commandments, the first is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There are no other commandments greater than these. So this is an opportunity for us to learn a new way of loving God, a new way of loving others, and even a new way of recognizing what God is doing in our own lives. Tomorrow we are going to continue this theme as we look at the V in covid which is vision, developing a kingdom vision. So join us tomorrow as we continue to look at things that we need to be remembering as we deal with this COVID outbreak.